nice Friday crowd. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It is Friday, March the 25th, believe it or not. This month is almost over. Oh, boy. And all those lovely spring breakers who have been in the warm places, in the Sunday, sunny skies, in the beautiful beaches, they're all starting to head home. So we've got a little surprise in store for them oh, this yeah. weekend. Yeah, a little snow. Yeah, I heard a dusting to two inches. Oh, I didn't. I don't know. Let's take a quick look. I happen to have it know. right here. Yeah. Uh, tonight, less than half an inch, possible. Okay. Tomorrow doesn't say, so it's probably not going to be very much. <laughs> yeah, probably not very much. Well, I listen to the South Bend weatherman, so you know maybe they're going to get more up there than we are down here. Well, they probably will. They <laughs> usually do, but. Uh, It'd be a lot more. Um, yes, it definitely could be a lot more. So, um, we are going to have guests in the studio this morning with us a little bit later on. Um, the Plymouth Public Library will be here. Cindy will be here. I don't know what we're going to chat about. What What's happening at the library? Oh, what we're going to be chatting about, actually. Cool. So, yeah. Um, we could... Also, like, jump into the news if we wanted to. Yeah, that's <laughs> up to you. Why, why does my, my screen look so big? Like, get smaller. Get smaller. <laughs> I'm talking to the computer. Get smaller. Okay, well, we'll start at the top of the list and work our way down. How's that sound? All right, sounds fine to me. So the first story um, is a preview for the city council meeting that's going to be on Monday evening. Um, the Board of Public Works and Safety meeting is at 6 o'clock in the second floor meeting room of the city hall. You actually enter through the Garrow Street doors and take the stairs or the elevator up for the meeting that's in the council chambers on the second floor. Uh, the Board of Public Works and Safety is going to hear from department heads, including the city attorney and the clerk treasurer. There is a request to close the street for the Marsh County Neighborhood Center. Don't know what that is. And another business, the Join the Journey 5K and Family Fun Run for Dustin's Place is on the list. I know they've already gotten permission for the layout unless something has changed and they have to change the, the route they were going to do. But uh, Dustin's Place is a nonprofit that provides free grief support for children from age four through adults and even for senior citizens. So, you know, you're 74 years old and you lose your husband, you know, you yeah. can't are having a, a tough time dealing with it. You can go to Dustin's Place and they will help you with your grief. Yep. So at 6.30, the city council meeting begins with <laughs> most of the same members. Not all of them, but most of them. I'm going to turn down the sound on my computer. Okay. And turn off the sound on my phone there. Yeah, we are doing a show. So. <laughs> um, they have uh, an ordinance that would amend the code of ordinances for volunteer firefighters and EMS. That's the one that changes... Changes the pay. It's complicated. It changes the pay from uh, here's your fifteen dollars for coming out to yeah. If you go if you come for 
you're going to a fire and you're at the event for two hours, here's your one credit. If you're at a fire for three hours or four hours or six hours or eight hours, here's your two credits. And a credit is $20. So they're paid on the credits. So it's, yeah. I don't know how, ex, you know, it's a little more complicated now, but that's what they're doing. Well, you know, that was the thing when I'm all for increasing the pay, oh, yeah. maybe even more than what they did. Mm-hmm. However, when I did read how they were going to do it, I was confused as exactly how they're going <laughs> to, and, and I, all I thought about was the years that I used to do payroll at one of the oh, places I worked, and I'm thinking, oh, that poor, whoever's on payroll <laughs> person is, is going to happen. Have, oh, man. Because that, that sounds like... Well, and somehow, you know, yeah. it used to be not, and I don't know how, I haven't been in the fire department for a while, but it used to be there was just a list of all the firefighters, and when they came in for a call, mm. they'd flip the switch, yeah. and I think it turned on a little light that said, hey, they're here. Yeah. And then when they came back and left, they'd flip the switch off. Well, there's no timer on that to know how long they right. were at the scene. So it's almost like they're going to have to get a time clock and punch a time clock or something. Have to punch in. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sounded complicated, and I'm like, well, whoever whoever's doing payroll over at the city is going to be really happy with yeah, this somebody's not. Yeah, somebody's going to be working harder. Yeah. And it's probably in the department itself, yeah, and then yeah, they should, send yeah. it to the city. Yeah. So, yeah, somebody in that department's like, Argh. Yeah, somebody's going to have to keep track of that. So. <laughs> um, the city council's also going to review a compliance form for tax abatement from Rivergate South. That's the apartments on the river uh, down uh, right down yeah. there, right down street here yeah. on Michigan Street at the Yellow River. Yeah. Um, they have a tax abatement, and each year they have to p- provide a compliance form that says they've done what they've said they're going to do. Um, there is a tax abatement request from HP Plymouth LLC, a newly created company that is going to be building a 25,000-square-foot building on the west end of Miller Drive. Um, The building will be long-term leased by Renewal by Anderson, the replacement window company, who is relocating their business to Plymouth. That's the one that Greg was talking about. Yeah, exactly. I I put a little bit more in there, but I've got more information yet. But we'll wait until the tax abatement hearing. Okay. And I didn't want to use it all in this story because then what am I going to, how am I going to, when I do the after story, it's going to be old news. So It's like the old showbiz adage, always leave them wanting more. Yeah, exactly. So um, this HP Plymouth LLC they're the company that's actually going to own the building, yeah. and, and Renewal by Anderson is going to rent uh, the building or lease the building from them. Uh, also on the agenda for the city council is an ordinance to amend the code of ordinance for the city concerning alcoholic beverages in Centennial Park during the Blueberry Festival. The Blueberry Festival would like to have a beer garden this year at the north end of the park. Um, allowing this to happen would have a big impact on funding for the festival. And actually, with COVID killing the festival in 2020 and having an impact on it in 2021, um, the festival has lost money. So um, this is one way that they can recoup some of those funds. 
Uh, there are some specific plans, and they're still working on them. So there are some specific plans of having this beer garden, including it'll be inside a fenced area. And I actually asked last night, it's going to be inside the new basketball courts. Okay. So that fenced area is tall. I mean, nobody could climb over the fence no. and sneak in or sneak out. And there's only one or two gates. There's one. One gate to get in, so it will be easily to be policed. Speaking of police, um, their proposal is that they will have two police officers on site at all times. There, one will probably be on the outside checking IDs, yeah. and and then the other one will be patrolling on the inside to make sure everybody's behaving and nobody's getting out of control. Um. There will be limitations, so no one can overindulge, and they are working on how they're going to track people's purchases to make sure that nobody gets... The The hard part is, if I drink, I don't know, I, I guess I'd say if I drink two beers, which I don't drink beer, um, it would probably have an impact on me, especially because I don't drink a whole lot. Right. If you drink two beers... It probably would have no impact on you. No. Um, the person I talked to said that they could drink eight beers, or no, tw- 12 beers before they w- they tested 0.8, which is the legal limit, you know, it's 0.8. They could drink 12 beers. <laughs> okay, two questions. Number one, Wow. Uh, number two, how do they know that? Have they they've had done it. experience with yes. that? Or, uh... Yes, they've done it. Uh, okay. So um, all of the alcohol and its beer is going to be contained inside the fenced-in area. Nobody's going to be able to walk out carrying a beer, um, whether it's in a can or in a glass. There will be no none of that. There will be no beer in the park except in this fenced-in area. Um, they will have a bar area where you will walk up to get your beer, and you have to be 21 or over for that. But they'll also have an area in there that'll be fenced in, or that's in the fenced in area that will be family friendly. They'll have seating, um, maybe picnic tables or whatever. They're still working on it. The uh, probably you know canopies for some shade in there. And even maybe some music, like a DJ or something. Yeah. Um, so that they're hoping it won't be, here, you go to the carnival, I'm going over here to the beer garden. Yeah. They're hoping that, especially with younger families, that, you know, they stop in and, and get some, you know, a drink. And I, and see, I don't, I didn't ask if they're going to have, like, pop or water. I would assume they'll have well, I'm sure pop they and have water, to. too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there. But, so... The the ordinance the, the city council is going to have to consider is actually there is one ordinance in the code of ordinances specifically that says there is no alcohol to be in the park during the Blueberry Festival. Okay. So they're going to have to modify or nil it, nix it, get it out to even be able to have consider it. Now, I don't know. I have not seen... If the park, I know at one point the park had uh, in the contract, it was written into the contract. Yeah. 
that they could not have alcohol in the park. Right. So, kind of interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm not mm. sure where it's going to go. I think some people are not going to be happy about it, and then other people. Yeah, I'm waiting to see who yells the loudest on this one, because uh, there's going to be some yelling. Uh, yeah. There are going to be some wailing and gnashing. Yes, uh, I think, you know, we have to think. This this ordinance, I think, believe was written in 94. 94, 2004, 2014. You know, we're talking 25 years ago it was written. Yeah. Times have changed. If you want the festival to continue and they need funding... This could be a way. And, I mean, why not give a, a trial period? Give them a chance, a year to uh, try it and see how it works. Fest, there's festivals all over oh, yeah. that have alcohol yeah. and beer gardens. Yeah. And, and some of them, this one is going to be very restricted yeah. uh, on, on it. And so it's... You know, I think others are really flexible and, and much bigger. This one is going to be small. It's off away uh, from, you know, the main crowd. So it'll be interesting. I know there will be people totally against this, but I don't, I think you have to give them a chance. Yeah. And I don't know how many people will go to it. Yeah, you don't know until you do it. Right. So it may end up. Not being as successful. Obviously, the company who wants to come in and do it, the beverage person. Right. So I don't know who it is, if it's Bush or Budweiser or whatever it is. They're going to pay a pretty penny sure, to be a sponsor, to be able to come in and do this. Because think of the number of people that will be there. And just through the law of averages, your chances of recouping your investment are very, very good. Right. And so, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I, you know, I I don't, I honestly don't think like Jim and I would stop in there. Oh, I, I wouldn't either because I, I don't take advantage of, of beer at a ballpark or anywhere. Cause well, because it's so expensive. Yeah, I'm not going to pay $15 for an eight-ounce <laughs> glass of beer. I, you know, it's... Yeah. I can live without it. Now, we don't know what the charge is going to be there. Right, so, exactly. You know, but obviously, it's going to be of, higher. Out of thin air based yes. on other places. <laughs> that has, no, we, there is no, not, yeah, exactly. But uh, I, you know, I, I don't have any problem with it. I mean, it is what it is. Um, but I have a feeling there'll be, there'll be a lot of uh, screaming and yelling. Yes. Um, but. You know, I, you you almost can't go to a festival without. You almost can't go to like any that. kind of a, yeah. an event. Yeah. With I mean, okay, we're going to have downtown on the streets oh, yeah. this summer. Yeah. We are going to have an art show, an art experience that's going to have, you know, a, a I think a wine and beer tent oh, yeah. thing yeah. set up, yeah. and that's they been they're in their eighth year. Yeah. So it's okay. We can do it downtown. Right. Um, 
You can go to the amphitheater any night that there is a concert there at the amphitheater. And you can take your own yeah, and, and drink whatever you want. So at least they're going to, out there at the park, they're going to regulate what you're drinking and how much you're drinking. Right. We go down. Now, there's two different events down at River Park Square. There's the Summer Sip and Brew Fest, right. which is very re- regulated. Right. There's a fence, and there's right. a police, yeah. and they check IDs, and you can't take the alcohol out of the area, which is beer and wine, I would say, yeah. is what they have there. Um, but on, honestly, that fence isn't going to keep really keep anybody in or out, is it? I'm not, I've not you, seen there it up is, close. Let's put it this way. It would be extremely difficult to get in and out of there through that fence. If okay. You, I mean, it would. it's not tall, but... It's wide open. Nobody's going to be able to sneak in and out of that fence. Unless, like I say, you'd have to be really sneaky. But, you know, somebody's going to see somebody walk in. And and honestly, any vendor there is going to do everything they possibly can to keep any... Because they could lose an awful lot if they do serve a minor. So you almost... I almost feel like that, the Summon Sip and Brew Fest downtown in the park... Is very similar to a beer garden in the, you know, it's very regulated and restricted right. and to one area, basically. Um, and I don't know, I, I don't know down there, they, I mean, you can taste as much as you want to taste, yeah. basically, for the. They usually limit your hours. portion, though. I mean, the, it's, you're not it's gonna, a small size. Yeah, you're not going to walk around with a gigantic, you know, st- German Stein. You know, <laughs> Come on, fill it up for me. You know, no. And, but you know, yeah, you can you can have all you want. I I don't know. I haven't heard about any problems there. Right. I've not heard about any problems at the uh, art show. Uh, and then, and of course, done it for a few years, the mayor's month of music. Yeah. They have alcohol I, there yeah you bring your own you bring your own and there there's i mean i've seen police officers come and have lunch or you know somebody walk around but there's right. not a police officer assigned to patrol that and be there during the whole event right so they don't have now the brew fest there is. yes there's a couple at the brew fest yeah. yes so that's why i equate the brew fest to a beer garden right. out there well the way they're going to run it right and, and operate that, it um you know once again I, we've had minimal problems it doesn't mean there won't be i mean you're talking about alcohol one of the things that's about it is it's unpredictable uh because you don't know who's going to wander in there and how it affects them when they drink but uh, uh yeah i i don't i don't know I, I don't have a problem with it, but then again, I probably won't go into it either. Um, I don't know. I, people want what they want, and, you know. Well, I be, I, I just feel like there's I just another, feel like you got to give somebody a chance. Well, and the other part of it, though, is tradition. I mean, people are very tied to the way it's always been, and when you start making a change, then... You know, I'm sure somebody will bring up. I'm sure somebody will bring. Well, what's next? A heroin tent? <laughs> you know, I. You see where I'm going with that? Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to jump to the sky yeah, is the falling. Wrong, the wrong, yeah, yeah, the very worst instead so, of 
it, I like I say, I don't. If, if they're going to pull it now, the one thing that went through my head when you said that was they already. I think get every policeman in five counties. Uh, yeah, in there's there. a lot of so police. Where are they going to get the extra police? I mean, that's that'd be because you're going to have to you're going to have to have at least three or four officers there, I would think. Um, but it'll be interesting to yeah, see. Yeah. You know, there's gonna there's gonna be. Well, I think they're taking all the precautions they can take. I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they came in here and yeah, we want to sell beer. Well, how are you gonna do it? Ah, we'll just I don't know. We'll, we'll bring a couple of cakes we'll in put a and tent set up them over up here. Yeah, and, and, yeah. They, they've thought it through and they brought a plan. They where have they a plan. Yeah. Tried to figure out anything that could could go wrong and alleviate it before it happens. I I don't know. I don't have a problem with it, but I'm sure I'm in the minority as usual. Well, I I'm I, at this point I I feel that Okay, okay, I work out at Plymouth Speedway. And we sell beer out there. You know, and we've had a few incident, incidences, sure. but in reality with the number of calls, I I I mean, we could look it up at the sheriff's department. I think that they called the police one time last year out there to the racetrack for assistance. And I'm going to tell you what. I called the police because a driver, we were leaving. The races were basically almost over. I was leaving and somebody was driving in who was drunk. Right. Not had been at the races and gotten drunk. Had been drunk at home and drove to the racetrack drunk, yeah. and did damage to our vehicle. Yeah, and so and then there and then ran, yeah. and so we had to call the cops. Sure, but other uh, yes, we do get people that are over intoxicated. I know a year or two before that, um, there was a former police officer who was assaulted in the parking lot, and we had a bunch of police there for that oh, yeah. because he was a former police officer. Sure. Um, but you know, if, if we call the police once or twice a year and we have events every Saturday, okay, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's people that are drunk there. Let me tell you, I've, I've seen them, right. but they're going to have control. We don't control that. We don't have police that control how much alcohol, uh, you know, the, the servers are supposed to, but if the server is giving somebody a beer, you don't know who they're taking it to. Right. Um, so that makes it a little difficult yeah. to actually control. Well, they're not going to be able to take it way. out of there, right? Right. Nobody, nope. nobody under 21 And they are not to carry any in right. either. So that might be the problem. That is an issue. Is that people might think, well, they're having a, well, I can just bring my own. And I have a feeling that's not going to be okay. That's not okay because on your alcohol permit, that's not okay. Right. Um, that's not okay because the track needs to make money from the sale of alcohol. Um, and that's not okay because we don't know how much you've had. Yep. And then somebody wants to come and buy you a beer. That's not good. Yeah. So I think I think at least out there, this will give them the opportunity to watch people and and make sure right that somebody's not going to get plastered 
Well, it doesn't work. You don't do it again. Yeah, exactly. That that's exactly you deal with the problem it when go. it happens, and if it's too much, you don't do it again. I I, mean, I would have to agree. With however, you. I you know they have a way to make some money uh, after because I'm sure COVID really uh, hit them. And well, the, yeah, the one year that he couldn't even have the festival at all. Right. So. So I'm sure it really hit them hard. And last year there were a lot of vendors there that uh, probably actually because of 2020 are no longer vendoring right and so they lot had spots where right. the the vendors weren't there so right. um also on the agenda for the plymouth city council that looks like it might be a long meeting monday night i'm guessing you're right <laughs> uh the city council is going to discuss a contract for it services this is a contract that has actually already been signed with PC Source in Plymouth to provide IT services to all city departments at a cost of sixty-nine thousand or $6,900 a month, or annually that's $82,800 for IT services. Um, the contract's been signed. Services are to begin May 1st. But the city council does not has not been informed of any of this, right? Um, and so they will be informed of this, and then they need to approve an additional appropriation of fifty eight thousand dollars to finish off to be able to cover PC sources services for the rest of this year. I have an inkling that's going to be a hard sell. Um, gosh. $82,000 a year for IT services? Well, okay. Seems awful high to me. Yeah. I, what, what does it involve? I mean, that's and the That's thing. my thing. I'm not an IT person. Right. And my problem is the IT person that they did have who was a city employee and doing it part-time... Um, was terminated from the IT position. They still are working for the city, but they right. don't have the IT position. And so city council people are not IT specialists. No. Um, city attorney isn't an IT specialist. The mayor is not an IT specialist. Um, but in chatting online with the city attorney, the fire department and the police department has been using PC source for years. And, they didn't want to change. Okay. And then the street department was looking to make some kind of, I think, get a couple of new computers out there. So they went to PC Source to work on that. They haven't done it all yet, but they're they're working with it. And then the airport was looking to do some, I think it was networking or something. And, you know, they had contacted PC Source to see about the service. So the mayor just told told the city attorney to sign the contract. So the contract, everybody was already using them. Contract was signed March 17th, I believe it is. And it, now it's going to come before the city council. I did ask the, the, the city attorney if it's legit that he signs a contract before the council approves the contract. And he says for professional services, you don't have to do the bid process or anything. And oh. that it can all be done 
without, in fact, he told me at this point, which I didn't know, they've hired a, an engineering firm because we don't have a city attorney or a city engineer. They've hired an engineering firm now to work on the street projects and the sewer projects. And I have not heard that brought up in a public meeting. No. Although they didn't, they might not have had to ask for an additional appropriation because we don't have a city engineer and there's money in the budget for the city engineer, right. so there's funds available. This one, they have to have an additional appropriation of $58,000 to complete the rest of this year. It is a one-year contract, um, but I don't, I don't know. This doesn't seem totally legit to me, but... That is my personal opinion. Makes more sense to me now that you've explained that everybody was already using them, but uh, but so to me, I feel like you need to find an outside source. So they they had a um, a subcommittee that involved Greg Compton, Shiloh Fonseca Milner. And Jeff Huyen. This was the subcommittee that was work has been working on this since maybe hmm, November yeah. or so. And the subcommittee had the opportunity to interview three three companies, and then this and then PC Source apparently was given a the permission or was taken around to all the various department heads. And looked at all the computers and found out what their software systems were. That kind of got, got some information about you know how it's working. The other two companies were not offered that service to come in. In fact, uh, you know they they weren't told how many computers that were in this system. They weren't told how many email addresses were in the system. No information. So they couldn't make a quote or a bid. Because they weren't given the information. Right. So how do you know the single quote that you got is comparable or, you know, covers all the different services that you need? Especially if you're not really involved in IT. Yeah. Which I am not. No. I got a thing on the on my Facebook that said... You have one more day or you're not going to be able to go on Facebook because you haven't done something. And I'm like, send it to Bob. Is this legit? Yeah. <laughs> I, I opened it and I went to the first page and then uh, one of my password is like, uh, stop out of here. Yeah. Ask Bob. And it was legit. Right. He, he did. He he and I worked through it and we got it done. But it's like scary. So the city meetings Monday evening starting at six o'clock. Second floor. Uh, council chambers. Uh, be there or be square. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Okay. I don't know. Haven't heard that in years. Yeah. Uh, the Marsh County Commissioners are going to have a tax sale on March 30th. I think that's Wednesday, but I'm not 100% sure. Yes, it is yes, Wednesday. Yes, it is Wednesday. Okay. Um, the tax sale is an in-person tax sale. They, they started last year or a year or two ago with COVID. They actually were doing... Uh, online auctions for tax sales so that people didn't have to be there in the room, that kind of stuff. But this one is an in-person tax sale. It's going to be Wednesday, March 30th, 10 o'clock in the morning on the second floor meeting room of the county building. There are 18 properties 
that are listed on SRI's website. That's the companies that, that's hired to do the tax sales. 18 properties listed on there. Um, you know, there are some of them that are like railroad properties. There are little easements that were next to the railroad or whatever. Um, this county attorney, Jim Clevenger, said that he's seen some of the names on the list and oftentimes will notify someone who might be an, a joint landowner and let them know this piece of property is going to be up for sale for basically next to nothing. Um, in some cases, he said there are also municipalities who might be willing to take a piece of property that the commissioners end up with. So anything that doesn't sell at the sale uh, goes in and is transferred into the county commissioner's name instead. So um, I will tell you that of the 18 properties, 14 of them have an opening bid of $50. Okay. <laughs> so... One of them has an opening bid of a hundred. Another one has a two hundred dollar opening bid. There's one for two hundred and fifty dollars, and the last one has a five hundred dollar opening bid. Um, and there, there are some that are are lots. I mean, right. really house lots. So, right. if you want more information, you can go to SRIServices.com. I will warn you, it is a little complicated to get to it and find it and figure it out. I had trouble, and but I'm not a computer person, so. No, but you're the Google queen. You can uh, find uh, anything you know, online. You can actually go to the Marsh County website and go to the auditor's office. And yeah. on the right-hand side, there's a link that says tax sales, and you click on that, and that takes you right to SRI site. But then you got to fiddle around through SRI site and I want to know if you're looking for what, what kind of auction and oh, it was complicated for me to find it. So okay, yeah, that that means to me that normal human beings probably could never navigate it. So uh. <laughs> um, one more story, and then we will chat with our guest who has arrived in the studio. Um, I did a story. I noticed a post. Um, on Facebook about the tourism director. Uh, Corey Humes has accepted a position and she is moving over to Kosciuszko County mm -hmm. to be their executive director there. And so um, I talked with, or I online chatted with Mark Vanderweel, who is president of the Marsha County Convention and Visitors Bureau. And he spent some time with me yesterday, and we kind of went over things. There are some big changes in operations uh, for the tourism. Uh, the first of the year, the board did a restructuring, doing away with the executive director's position, and actually creating two co-equal positions, one for operations and one for marketing. The operation persons would oversee the finances, the day-to-day -day stuff, and the marketing director will work on attracting visitors to Marshall County. You, you have to remember that this office operates solely from tax dollars collected from stays in hotels in our county. Yeah. And we don't have a lot of hotels in our county. Not a ton. Although, you know, the, those two out there on the north end of town, there's people in them all the time. So right. That there's a tax collected there for right. that. So, um. Vanderweel said the restructuring was done to create a co-equal environment to help Marshall County Convention and Visitors Bureau uh, in the right direction for future growth in Marshall County. Um, I asked if 
the, this restructuring had an impact on pay because obviously yeah. that's kind of, and it did. It said the executive director's position was cut pay and the assistant in that office was actually brought up so they were equal pays. Right. So um, Corey's been in the uh, the executive director. She's the second executive director we've had. Right. Mike Wolfington Mike was, was the first, first and she worked under him for years and then she took over. Um, she's been there since January of 2014, and with the restructuring issues and other issues, Humes turned in her resignation and accepted a position that she's going to begin on April the 4th. Um, Vanderweel did tell me that Jessica Beatty is now the operations director. She is running the day-to-day -day operations and working in the office until a new marketing director can be sought to fill that position. They anticipate opening up the hiring process next month uh, to work on that. Uh, WTCA did ask about rumors that Humes was given the ultimatum to get things done or face termination. And Vanderweel said that there was no truth to those rumors. Um, that um, he went on to say she's done and it's hard to talk about something. But there was issues at times with timelines not being met. He went on to say that the board was taking an aggressive approach to fix issues there. He also said there was no truth to um, Humes being given an ultimatum to get things moving on events or get out. Um, because this is some of the stuff that was floating around town that I, I've heard. Um, let's see. Um, oh, I asked him, so uh, can we expect or anticipate the tourism office to start working on new events in this year, in 2022, and really then see implement implementation of those new events in 2023? Um, and he said that they are expanding their marketing and their sponsorship programs um, and that they are working on outside advertising to bring people into our communities and that they are not actually doing events. Yeah. And I said, well, I asked him about the beer uh, or the, um, yeah, the beer tasting that was right. in, in the park. Um, it barbecue? Yeah, the barbecue yeah. and the beer thing. Oh, okay. And he said that they haven't done that since 2015. And his quote was, Mike Wolfington started the barbecue event, but once he left, it appears Corey lacked the ability to keep it going. Um, and then I went on, just so people knew, I thought it was interesting. I asked him if he could tell me who the board of directors are for the Convention and Visitors Bureau. And um, Mark Vanderweel is appointed by the Argus Town Council. Kim Berger has been appointed by the Bourbon Town Council. Linda Rippey is a representative appointed by the Marshall County Commissioners. Katie Waymeyer is appointed by the Culver Chamber of Commerce. Deborah Saloff was appointed by the Bremen Chamber of Commerce. Teresa Wellborn has been appointed by the mayor of the city of Plymouth. And then there is a seventh member that is appointed by the Plymouth Chamber of Commerce, but they have not made a new appointment there. Okay. So they still have to do that. But. Yep. So ch changes are coming there, too. 
Yeah. So we'll see how things go. There you go. All right. Why don't we take our first break of the morning? Pizza Bills Friday. Oh, yes. Of uh, course. $15 gift certificate Pizza Bills uh, with... Uh, <laughs> Easter? Yeah, something candy? coming. They've got uh, new candy, too. Uh, I was got in there that this old, weekend. Old-fashioned yeah. candy, right. too. But they Not just chocolate-covered candies they and stuff. they got a lot of chocolate, though. Yeah. And, uh, yeah they, Great for Easter stuff. baskets. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All set. So... Uh, oh, I guess I better. Yeah, get you kind of got to get the dice <clears throat> out. Get a caller. Okay, so, that'd be yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, caller number five at nine three six four zero nine six five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. Caller number five going to get fifteen buckos from the uh, from Pizza Bills. So start dialing. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County with programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price. You can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. The Belmar BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easy going for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Baya Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaican me crazy blueberry muffin or decaf coffee plymouth belmart bp opens at 4 a.m for all you early birds conversation by calling 574-936-4096 or text the show at 574-307-6647. And now here's Kathy and Rusty. Chuck, going to be enjoying some pizza bills. It's Friday and I'm in love. Not with this weather, I will admit that. So, but, Kathy, who are you in love with? We... I know, I was thinking that too. Oh, Jim Bonner. Well, there yeah. you go. All right, all right, all right. All right. Well, I'm we in might love... have a scoop here. So, I... You know what? I'm also in love with the Plymouth Public Library. And oh, I have to good tell answer. you, <laughs> my son went to the library. He is 20, 
26 or will be 26. He went to the library last week and got a library card. Well, whatever it is. I I don't think their cards are like the ones I have stuck in my purse still, but got a library card, checked out a couple of books. And he said, wow. He goes, I haven't been in the library in a long time. And he says, it is really different. He goes, I had fun. So I'm so excited to hear that. I'm telling you, it's happening there. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) We have Cindy in from the Plymouth Public Library this morning. Good morning. Good morning, you guys. It's always good to see you both. So, yeah, that that was like a glowing. I couldn't believe it when he texted me and said that. I was like, wow. (laughs) I think we need to interview him and have him on the next show. (laughs) I I said, I said, then I said, um. Did he he get some movies or something? Because he sent me a picture of what he got. It looked to me like movies, like gaming movies type Mm -hmm. thing. Like Pokemon or something like that. But but it wasn't. He said, no, one was kind of like a comic book. And then there was, um, you know, different, two different, or two books that I think you read one first and you read the second one. And it's a series on, Mm -hmm. one was something about cats taking a cat world and one was a dog world or so, I don't know. But, hey, you know. Yeah. So. What is it? Cats rule dogs? No, no. Dogs. Who drools? I, someone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, dogs drool. Yeah. There we go. Boy, they do. So. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So the library's just not for little kids and no. just not for old people. No, no, no. There's a lot of in between and there's a lot of really fun things happening. And I think what he's talking about is we've got adult graphic novels. We've got kids okay. graphic novels. Yeah. We've got young adult graphic novels. I mean, because there are some people that like to read, but also like pictures. I mean, sure. so, yeah, you know, so there's really something there for every, everybody. We've got video games. We've got movies. We've got... Yeah, he talked about the video games, actually. Yeah. He was surprised. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. he'll be back in the library again. There's... That's fabulous. Well, our director, Stephen uh, Burris, really enjoys, like, the video games, and he likes to... You know, make sure that we have something for everybody. So he's really trying to, to you work know, with that. You know, sometime you'll have to bring him over and introduce him because yeah. we have never met the new director. Oh, my goodness. You know yeah. what? I will put that as a note on my... Yeah, let's yeah. do yeah, it. Let's see definitely. what we can do. So, yeah. um, you know, spring break is underway. And obviously, yep. uh, you know, part of this community has gone south yeah. or west or whatever. Or wherever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a good amount of people that kind of stay. stay home. And so... Yeah. The libraries had some programming going on this we week did. for Spring Breakers. We did. We did. And um, we even had um, an event last night where we had Chris Ringle come in. And um, he's had, had family in this area. And he did some research and genealogy research. Anita from the Historical Society was really instrumental in helping him get a lot oh. of information. And he was there last night. And it was so enjoyable to hear his story. And uh, he's he's writing more. And uh, y'all have to check out his books because we've got um, his two books that he's he's published. Wow. And it's really intriguing about his history. So he, he bases it off of real people, but it is a fiction. So it's it's kind of fun. So he's kind of filling in the, I think they call it poetic Ooh. license. <laughs> That's what Rusty always wants to know the rest of the story. Yeah. There you go. Gotta have yeah. the writer. Well, like Paul Harvey, it's the rest yeah. of the story. Yeah. You make it up. Yeah. Exactly. So you become a writer and make it up. Hey, and he was talking about that process. It was really fun <laughs> to hear. To hear. And you're talking about the the spring break. 
we actually like um, next this this coming Saturday. Yes, we have the Adult and Teens Improv. That's the last one. Oh, so if any of y'all are interested, you got to get there. It's going to start at um, ten o'clock. So make sure because that's the last one. You don't want to miss it. They've they've had some really enjoyable times, and like I think we talked last time, it's that defend yourself. Uh, so that's yes. the uh, hybrid class for um, you know teaching some self defense, and Travis Smith is going to be leading that, and he also took kids to state, I believe. Wow! With the rest okay. of so he's he's done a phenomenal job. So is that for adults or kids? You know, or... it's kind of geared to, towards adults, but you know what? I just feel like this could be for everybody, and so if people want to come, you know, we've opened up Laramore A and B. And so I'm thinking like um, high school students that are getting yeah. will be going to college next year. I think year. that would be phenomenal. Getting, you know, getting their a feel for this, and then right. if they really like it, it would still give them a little bit of opportunity to actually seek out some additional exactly uh, training before they exactly. actually went to college. And I think that would be really good. And I think Travis would do a, a really phenomenal job with them. So oh, that's yeah. cool. So that's kind of I'm actually going to go to that one because. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> there you go. So, um, and starting next week, we're going kind of, we're going back to our schedule of Tuesdays in the children's area. The little learners, these are for toddlers. Oh, good. From yes. 10 to 11. And Thursday, the sensory art and play um, from 10 to 11 as well. Those are for toddlers. And then homeschoolers on Fridays from 1 to 2 p.m. So they are welcome to come. So that's going to be starting back up next week. Now, when you talk about toddlers... Um, this is something where a parent is expected to stay and hang around. Right. And, and, and in some ways you're it. educating the parent at the same right. time. Here's right. some things you can, you, you do it at the library, but now exactly. you can go home and do similar things. Exactly. Well, I think too, it's also a great opportunity for the parents to see, hey, George was really good at that. Or, uh, mm-hmm. you know what, let's see what we can do and kind of, you know, do some of these more things at home. And I think it's a really good um, you know, way to kind of test what they're good at or what their mm-hmm. bent is, what their creative bent is. Well, and it's kind of a nice thing too because there's other parents there and yep. they have an opportunity to kind of talk with other parents about, yep. you know, how do you handle this or that my child exactly. is doing that and that kind of stuff. Exactly. So, and it's fun for the kids because it, it gets them out of the house, um, yep. uh, the regular routine, and it's something that right. they can look forward to. So. Right. And I really like it and kind of bouncing off of what you were saying. Um, I think that, you know, when you're a stay-at-home mom right. and you feel really isolated, you, yeah. you're with your kid and you love your child, but sometimes you're really hungry for that adult friendship too. Mm-hmm. And so it's really nice to bond with people that are in the same, you know, stage of life and season of life. And so it's, it's really good all the way around. And Beth does a great job with the taller. She's so, she's so creative and full of energy. She does a really great job. She can keep their attention. Oh my goodness. And Beth better than, and maybe that mom can learn how to keep their attention. I don't know. I don't know if anybody can keep attention like (laughs) Beth, Miss Beth can, but she, she just does a really great job. Well, that's cool. Good. Yep. And then we have the homeschoolers on Fridays and, um, and then next week is um, we're really excited about we're doing the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe oh, on yes. the Thursday, and um, we've been handing out the questions you know every week for okay when you read chapter one go over your child or go over the adult and look at these questions, 
And we had the cutest little guy come in yesterday. He goes, I'm not quite done with all the questions. I said, that's okay. You have another week. You're going to do great. <laughs> he was, oh, my heart just melted. So anyways, Aww. but this is for all ages. So whether it's the parents, whether it's, um, we've had people that are probably grandparents come in and get the books. And so I'm really excited to see kind of how this meshes. Wow. We've never done anything like this. And so I think, um, especially for me as a grandma, you know, I love to see the kids, their wonder and awe mm-hmm. and answering yeah. questions and getting their perspective because it's so pure and so innocent and so beautiful. And then getting getting the adult's perspective as well. And um, I did kind of decide last minute that we're going to have like some door prizes. So when even the kids for the kids, <laughs> I want the kids to put their names in. So we'll have cute little door prizes. Um, we're going to have Turkish Delight. And well, yeah. we're going to have some other Ooh. cool tea type things and uh, kind of get the, you know, everybody kind of in the mood so that we're talking as we're talking about it. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah. I mean, the library just is so different it than is. what it was. And it so involved in the community now. Yeah. We're just, we You really just don't go have... in the library and get a book and walk out anymore. You yeah. can if you want, but there's so much more to go there is. get involved in. There is. And then the night after that, so it's a Friday night. Uh, we're kind of teasing, but people can come in their pajamas. But we're going to have movie night with The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So we're going to have popcorn, bring your blankies, and bring your pillows. And After and you've read the book, now come watch the come movie. Come watch the movie, you know, yeah. Yeah, and so we're kind of, we're looking forward to that, too. That will be fun. Very nice. So other things that are happening over at the library? Yes, we are really getting people on board. Um, there are so many um, ways that people can connect. And I know that, especially with COVID, people are so hungry to connect. So there are different places like the, the um, Older Adult Services and the Blue Blueberry Cottage. They are actually having like knitting. Right. But yeah. we are too. So we're trying to hit times that others aren't. Um, and we're trying to um, just fill niches because I think community is important. So every Wednesday we do have a knitting circle, and if you're if you're beginning, you can come. But if you also have projects, you can come. And we are with the crocheting um, that we're doing and the knitting. We're also doing things for like Linus Project, where we're trying to to make and create things for kids that have been traumatized or have been really hurting. Wow. So we're trying to give for that. And then Busy Hands of Michiana. So really it's about creating projects and kind of going outside yourself and helping someone that could be in need. The crocheting is, it says crocheting for beginners, but we also have people that, oh my gosh, they were here yesterday. exactly what they're doing. They left me in the dirt and I'm, I'm, I've been crocheting, but I feel like I'm still a beginner after like 30 years (laughs) because I, you know, I I kind of stay with the same thing that I know. So I'm helping like the beginning, but there are people that have some of the most beautiful creations they bring it in it's like uh, it's beautiful how did you do that i know and so it's really nice because people that are beginning it's like i'm actually thinking you know maybe i need to move beyond my scarves and my dishcloths and and move on to some of these gorgeous gorgeous things that they're making so that's exciting and um and then if y'all like to play euchre rusty i think you're a euchre player aren't you i have been forever yes well, yeah. we have a Euchre time. Euchre, anyone? Saturday, April 9th at 1030. And we're going to have snacky things and things for the people to drink that they can play while they're... So can you... Because Euchre is typically for people. Right. I know in my, our house, we 
I think I played it and I figured out how to play it with three people. Yeah, yeah you can do two. And you can, can yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can. Um, I've only played it with four. Um, but so can you come as a single or come do you a need single? a couple you or know do what? you need your, your, your family group of four? Hey, come, come, come singly. But if you guys have friends or family that you want to join in, um, I think it'll be, this is the first time we've done this. So we're kind of fleshing this out to see, okay, what's going to work. And if people are really um, excited about this and really want to do this, then we could make this a typical regular thing. Oh, that would be nice. I know Definitely. that would be nice. Um, because, I, again, I think that, that community aspect, yeah. I think, is really important. Do and, you uh, play yeah. euchre? You know, you know how many times my husband's tried to teach me euchre? <laughs> and it's like my eyes start crossing when we talk about the left power and the right power. And it's like, you know, I'll just stay with Rook. I'm good. I'm good. It's pretty I'm easy. sorry. It's pretty easy, really. I know. Well, maybe I need to just sit down and I don't know. I need to try again. Yeah. But my husband loves it, so uh, so he'll probably be there. And so someone else better come and play with him, otherwise. Because <laughs> I don't want to have to play with him. Play with him. <laughs> you know, no one's going to want me for their partner. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since I a long time since I played. So so here, you yeah, it know, takes you can... some. It, it would take some. With your rusty skills, no pun intended, yeah. you could come and. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I uh, I've I heard that before. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, nobody likes me when I play euchre. Ooh, you're good, huh? No. Oh, I'm. I'm you talk I'm maybe the, we could be partners. I'm yeah. the I'm the Dennis Rodman of euchre. I spend my whole time just talking, saying, hey, just and, talking crap, and everybody and gets there, upset. And, and, and is there anything wrong with that? I ask. You. I well, it's my game. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. Uh, I remember I actually met my wife at a party, and we were playing euchre. I didn't know she was going to be my oh wife gosh. at that time. So and you didn't she, know when you saw her. No, and it was like months later before we ever saw each other again when she started <laughs> working at the pilot. It might have been two years later or more. And did she remember you saying oh, yeah. that? Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She did. Oh, that's, and she, <laughs> she just said right out, I hated you. You were the biggest. That, oh. Yeah, she really hated me. You were that uh, you know, really cocky you know guy. Yeah. Just yeah. for that, I'm going to ask you to MC everything, and you're going to have to be part of that. We're going to have our famous <laughs> player yeah. that no one wants to play with. Nobody, I'll, I'll you know, they don't mind playing with me. It's it's the other players that oh, just can't the other team me. Yeah. That does the yeah, but I learned that from a friend in college who shall remain nameless because he lives in the area. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you just you know, and and everybody's so distracted and angry at you, they don't pay attention to what's going on. It's my game plan. It's how you know I do what? It. So it's like a mind game. S strategy. Strategy. Yep. I yep. like that. I like that. It that's is how it works. Interesting. That's hilarious. So on the creative bent here, this is our next. We have um, we have another uh, watercolor with Marge coming up April sixteenth. It's a Saturday. And I'm, you know, I, I've been going because, yes, you know, the last one I did was the boot and then they were going to do this really cool fish thing. Um, and I had to end up working. So I kept bopping in thinking, oh, my gosh, that looks really good. Oh, my gosh, you guys are. That's really good. <laughs> um, so I am planning on being at this one. It's a really cool like a barn house barn house or not a barn house like a farmhouse or something yep, an old dilapidated yeah it looks really house. cool with a lot of character so um now yeah. let's talk about this what ages you know what usually we'd go adult but you know if people that are teens or tweens or something want to join 
Um, it's just a different medium. So if you're not used to it, give yourself a little bit of slack. Because <laughs> my first one didn't look like what it was supposed to. But I still have it up because someone said, you know, hang on to that picture so you can see if you're the, progressing. The, yeah, the changes. And the next one I did, it was like, oh my gosh. It kind of looks like I sort of know what I'm doing. And I was and watercolors are different because the paint is thinner and yeah, yeah, runs all over the paper and soaks in. So it's not like you put this color right here where you want it to be. Ah, where's it going? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Not too much water, you know? Yeah. Definitely different, but there's definitely, um, you know, I'd never done this before. Um, my mom started painting like with acrylics and oils later in life. And I thought, why shouldn't I try something like this? Maybe I have. Anyways, but I'm really enjoying it. So I hope people that haven't done this would be willing to try. It's like a $5 minimum um, to get in the class, and that's for materials. It's non-refundable so that if you can't make the class, but at least it goes towards materials. Um, and and so you pre-register. Time. Pre-register at the front desk. And uh, it's it's been really fun. And, and people are, some of the same people are starting to come back because they're really enjoying it. And uh, so that's fun. And then start talking about strategy games in, in May, on May 14th, on my husband's birthday. Because he's a chess lover. We're going to have a chess ah. chess day. So talking about strategy, he loves euchre, he loves, he loves chess. And uh, so I'm roping him in to be there. Chess, too complicated. Uh, never, see, now, never. chess I can do, so I don't know what that means. So maybe I need to give you Checkers I can do. Chess. Checkers, you know what? After doing chess, it's like, okay, how do you do this with checkers? I feel really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, so that's happening. And we're talking about um, One Book, One City. We are going to be starting that up here soon. Um, I'll be meeting with the gang that we worked with before, like, next month. So I've, I'm still contacting and, and trying to get all our ducks in a row. And um, we are still planning. We are planning to do the the chili cook-off, the fall fest in in um, October. So getting hold of some of the nonprofits that would be willing to take part of the chili cook-off. Cool. And that would get money for them. So you tip people yep. sample and then they taste it. And, um, yeah, so we're hoping to. And then we also want to do things that promote local business and, you know, people visiting the local businesses. And we're still trying to flush all that, but that's coming. Yes. I believe I've seen you on Facebook. Maybe. Maybe going in a business somewhere. Yes. And, um, let's see. I think I saw you go into Bourbon Street Pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah, that, because... that, that was a rough one. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Then, uh, no and that I know was fun. I saw you go into Blueberry Cottage, too. Oh, I love that place. Oh, my goodness. See, to me, I, I mean, I just go in there and go, oh, this is such pretty, but it's like, huh, not knitting, crocheting. I'm not very good at crafting at this point. At this point in my life, I don't have time for crafting. Yeah. I don't have time to clean my house. I okay, mean, I'm with you on that. You I'm know. domestically challenged by choice. Yeah, well, <laughs> he laughs. I wish I were I, kidding. I'm totally sorry. I was a little bit, but now I actually do have some issues. So, like, I mean, I'm telling you, I had to, in my bathroom, I had to, like, clean the base of the toilet. And then I use a Swiffer. Well, then it swifts up the, the stuff to the edge of the baseboard. So I had to clean the baseboards in the bathroom. Believe me, it's not a big bathroom. But I bet I spent three hours in there because bending over, using paper (laughs) towel, because I had to sit on a chair or I sit on the toilet to reach because I can't 
bend over. I can't get down on my right. knees because I'm afraid I can't get back up because of Your my back incident. surgery. I I just don't I don't have the strength yet. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'm sitting in a chair See, and you I'm have scooting an around. I don't have an and it's yeah, but I, I've seen. You know, I've seen it. My back surgery is in October. I saw it before October, too. <laughs> but it's just driving me nuts. And so it's like, actually, I told Jim this weekend, I'm cleaning out the Tupperware cupboard. <gasps> you know, oh, all those lids so and all this stuff. And I, it's like I'm taking everything out of there. I'm making sure I have a lid for it and matching everything up and putting it back in there. And I'm going to clean out my refrigerator and take everything out, clean the shelves, wipe it down, and put it back in. So, like, like two what, what brought this on? It, well, it's spring break, and the rest of my family's coming home from spring break. Oh, so you know I, want it, like, I want them to open up and go, wow. She's organized. She, she has her life together. She did so much work in here. Wow, yeah. we got so much more space to tear it all up again see, no. yeah see my husband loves it when we have company because i'm externally motivated when it comes to uh -huh. so when i know someone's coming it's like oh my gosh i, I gotta I get to clean done. i know right yes oh yeah yeah closets are a wonderful thing i do kind of um. <laughs> yeah i have some of those closets where like yeah. open the door carefully because yeah. something might come out and fall on you yeah you know when you go to close the closet door, you have to push the sleeves of the coat in so you can get the closet door shut. And I ask you, is there anything wrong with that? Okay. No. No, there's no, nothing so wrong no, with that at all. It closes. I'm yeah. good with that. Yeah, just because you have, you know, the sweeper in there and the leaves for the table and oh, uh, no. there's a foot soaker in there and there's a back uh, sit in the chair and massage yes. your back thing in there and there's some games in there and there's a whole basket of winter Hats and scarves yes. that I never touched this year. <laughs> so yeah. why do I have all of that? I know. You know. But you have to put it somewhere, and that's the perfect place for it. Yeah, the closet. I know. Shut the door, and <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Where do you put your stuff? My stuff? Rusty? Yeah. What stuff are you talking about? Like Anything that you got to hide. You're crocheting like, stuff. And yeah. you know, <laughs> Anything I got to hide? Yeah, that's getting kind of personal there, Kathy. <laughs> Well, I gotta hide. Uh, I just put it away. Oh, oh my gosh! Concept. You have a place for everything, and everything uh, is much. in its I, place. Kathy, about all I have is a computer and my clothes on my back. That's pretty much so, all I've got. Okay, does your computer oh, stay out when you go home and set it up? Does it stay out yeah. until it's on a table. the end of the day or whatever? It stays out all the time. It's just on a table. It's like it's not even a desk. It's so if a, somebody's coming, where do you put it? Well, there's on a like on a table. We've got a work area in the house now. So, so it's not like your table that you eat at. It's no. like a work okay. table. It's okay. like a regular table. Is it table. out where they can see it though? Well, or is if it they in a different go in room? the room. Oh, okay. Oh, you have its well. own little room. Yeah. Like, see, my mine sits in my. I have my lazy boy. Yeah. And right here on the left is where my computer bag goes, and yeah. my purse goes there. Yeah. And then when I start to work, I get it out. I cover yeah. myself in a blankie. Yes. Break, put so the you have to have a place for your blankie, too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. too many blankies in my house. I will oh, tell I you. I love blankies. Uh, yeah. And so then I type, and then if I have to go get something to eat, I put it on the coffee table. And How do you type sitting yeah. down? Yeah. Oh, sitting down. I put my feet up, too. How do you type yeah, she's in got a recliner. lap? Well, you yeah, every day. Recliner. How do you type in uh, your lap every like day. that? Every day. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's really that. hard when the cat wants to sit with you too, though. So you don't have a cat, so I don't have to worry about that. Uh, yeah, but I'm yeah. like, I'm like visualizing. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we've got a dual <laughs> recliner. I can see you on my left, and I'm on the right. And here we, we'd be doing and the same thing. We're just sitting there typing away. That's hilarious. Yeah. Then I have my dating and crocheting stuff down at my feet too. So it's, I have, have oh yeah. Place well, I have to take my blood pressure, and so yeah, here so on the coffee stuff? table exactly. sits my blood pressure, and <laughs> you know, over here is some chewy candy. There's a whole basket has lotion and. Uh, Kleenex and pens yes. in it and paper yes. so I can start my grocery list. I don't even have to get up out of the chair. See, that's exactly it. It's right Rusty, there beside me. It sounds like you're a minimalist, and Kathy and I, on the other oh, hand, the like other to way. have everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm without question a minimalist. See, if I, I'm, I'm actually in the process. Anything that I didn't wear in the last six months is leaving my oh, house. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, why would I? You might. Why would I keep it? <laughs> you might. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with Kathy. Yeah. What? Oh, I might need it someday. That's my wife. She just she won't throw anything away for any reason, and I'm exactly the opposite. <laughs> See, yeah, but you know, you know the the time that I give it away, three months later, it's like, dude, what did I do with that? Yeah. And it's oh, like, oh it. no, I gave that away, or I sold it, or I. Well, gave I remember it to instantly, I gave it away, and I thought, okay, so this is the one time in five years I would have used it. I think I can live without it for another. <laughs> Four. No, then I'm looking for, okay, what else can I know? Yeah, I need something I mean, else to replace that now. I know, exactly. Well, then buy another one. I mean, I don't have anything that's so expensive. I can't just buy one if I need it in five years. I'm <laughs> yeah, not going to keep it around. It? See, that's just oh, it. What if you uh, had this really cool hooded sweatshirt? Then I would be wearing it. I wouldn't need to throw it away. <laughs> You're It'd not going to wear it back. in the summertime, though, so you better. You might want to. You might want to extend that to like a year or two. I keep my stuff that way. I don't throw away my winter clothes just because it's summer. But it, I mean, if I if I didn't wear anything, if I have something I didn't wear this winter, it's gone. It's not going to stick around. It's just going to go away. I will tell you that last weekend I opened up the drawer that has the socks in it, and it has the little tanks that I wear underneath yeah. my yeah. shirts, and it is so full. I'm like, what? Why? So I started going through there, and it's like, okay, I I wear usually usually I wear compression socks now, huh. so I have like six pair of them. So it's like, okay, stack them up neatly right here in the front of the drawer. Then in the back of the drawer, there's like brown socks and blue socks and black socks and white socks and okay, I, I just I don't even wear brown socks anymore, so those are gone. Okay. I, oh, I need I need a, two pair of blue socks should be good for me. You know, two pair of black socks. Good. And then I have another whole row of little anklets, the little yeah. little sockies that yeah. is overflowing. Like, why do I have so many of these? <laughs> so I went through those and it's like, God, these are so tight on my foot. So really? I took like probably 12 pair out and set at the side and said, I'm going to I'm going to bleach those up so they look nicer yeah. and then take them down to my daughter and my grandkids, my granddaughters, because they never wear match socks. I always do you always wear match socks? I, I guess I try. Yes. Yes. Rusty, do you no. wear match? No. <laughs> why, why would I? <laughs> well, I'm trying okay, to think why some, wouldn't you? There are some. This is. I, I listening to you, you is like story of my. It's like oh my gosh, I, when you pulled that out, it was like oh my gosh, I have the same drawer. <laughs> See, there are some things that I will keep beyond their usefulness. Like I'm a normal man; I'll keep a pair of underwear, underwear? until it's just a band around my waist. 
or a t-shirt that has holes all yeah. under the arms and, and, and whatever. Socks that are That's well. Hilarious. I mean, if Fully. I lose one, I just find another one I've lost and put them together. But see, that's because I don't ever buy those things. So I I wear them all the time, but I don't... I don't go buy Men them. don't go buy it. That's why I say don't socks be sorry when you buy socks and underwear for a man at Christmas. He never buys it for himself. <laughs> that's He's true. going that's to be true. happy that you got that because it's true. something he would never get for himself. But I also do the laundry. And so my kids... I have a basket, literally almost a laundry yes, basket yes. full of single socks yes. from them. Now, they already have 40 pairs of match socks. And I say, I, I, I get all these. And I mean, it's an enormous amount. I, I tell my wife, I'm throwing these away. Why? Because I haven't seen a match to any of them in over a year. I'm not, oh, they're around here someplace. Don't throw those away. You know what? Like, what? What? I, I, I think I that you that. should donate those socks. I'm thinking we need to come up with a DIY for those for socks. unmatched socks. We've got to, There's got to be some kind of a DIY for those. I used I would think to, so. when my kids and my grandkids were little, you know, you'd have this basket for a year or whatever, and I'd say, I'll pay you 10 cents a pair. And so they'd <gasps> dig into it, Good and they'd, they'd be trying you know, get pairs of socks and, I wouldn't you know. trust that. I love that. <laughs> you know, it is so funny because my husband does the laundry too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, my husband does too right now for me. And the other day, one of my compression, the, you know, they're, I bought these compression socks. They're all the same brand. They're all, but some of them are shorter than others. And I, so oh, I funny. put on a pair of socks and I had a tall one and a medium one. <laughs> it's like, okay, well. Somewhere in that drawer, there's another pair just like that. Well, that's he, funny. I do wear those did, all the time. He matched up the socks, but I always match up the socks for my kids or yeah. well, my so husband. Yeah. And, so do I. But my daughter doesn't. Which is why she I want to... She would do laundry and throw it in a basket and say, yeah, if you need socks, socks, here they are. Yeah. <sighs> Single oh, that socks would should be nuts. tossed. Well, wait a second. Let me think about that. That might be a class for the future. Um. Hey, and speaking of your T-shirts, <laughs> we are going to be doing another T-shirt quilting class in September. Oh. That's a cool thing. So, like, it if is. you... But I don't throw mine away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Now, they're already in pieces, yeah, but, most yeah, of them. Yeah, but you know what? If there's holes under... You you just cut out, like, around the, there. Oh, I got around a couple. Guys... I got a couple that it's just ripped Too completely big. around. But and... usually you're just getting the... the, the Picture the the pictures the or the yeah, yeah. and so in and, fact uh, or on the back so like if you're a okay. big concert goer I, and you have all these yeah, concert exactly. t-shirts and you don't know what to do I have also reached the point where I need t-shirts that don't have logos on them I, I just want plain no t-shirts. you know okay so my husband was a runner and he ran all, like all in the blueberry right stump. Oh, yeah. he did a couple yeah. marathons things like that and so he had actually two full drawers even more of t-shirts that oh, he no. like beautifully folded it because he was in the military. So he's got these beautiful squares and they're in beautiful shape. And I said, Dan, we really need to do something about this. We could do something constructive with this. (laughs) And so, so Jenny, uh, uh, Judy and Jenny Harness actually were during, during a class, it was four weeks. And I had like, this was like for 25, 25 different t-shirts And um, it took me longer than that, but I kept, you know, after the four four weeks was gone, and I actually got Jenny's Judy and Jenny's number (laughs) because I knew. So, like after Christmas, I thought 
this is either going to be one of those projects that is hanging over my head for the rest of my life or, or I want to finish get it. it done. And so I finally finished it with their help. And um, so do you need we a, have a sewing machine to do that? You do. Okay. You do. But we also have one at the library. Okay. Um, and we try to do is some of the sewing there. So don't do what I did with 20, 20, 25 <laughs> t-shirts. So keep Start it smaller. smaller. Start small. I would not advise that. Um, maybe do, you know, your... your like t- nine or something. And maybe do your toddlers, your children's yes. favorite little outfits or yes. whatever. Something yes. small to start. Yes, because... Um, I actually, and then someone, because we still have, we still have like a drawer or two now. <laughs> I said, okay, Dan, we've got, so I think that seriously, I think I want to do, um, two more, one for our older son, one for our younger son, because, Hey, this is something from dad. Yeah. And so it was fun. Rusty, I'm going to ask you a silly question, but like I got married the first time in 1977 mm-hmm. and then I got married later on. Mm-hmm. I have both outfits both dresses that i wore okay still wow do you have do you have what you wore for the wedding well yeah was my baseball uniform (laughs) so you do we got married at the ballpark in between games yeah (laughs) you'll never forget that one no what did your wife wear um, she dress. had a, a, a regular, it was modified. Yeah. It was kind of, it was a wedding dress and, and the, the girls had their own dresses, but all the, all of my guys, we were all in baseball uniforms. That's actually kind of cool. And we got on. married by an umpire. <laughs> was he a, a who happened he was a, to be a, ordained? A, well, he was a pastor. He's a friend of mine, but he, he had the whole umpire's gear on when he married us. Oh, and, wow. uh, um, we threw out the first pitch rather than lighting a unity candle. So it was it was unique, and the That's funny thing cool. the funny thing about that was is that I jokingly suggested it. I mean, to me, it was yeah. just yeah. I thought it was going to be one of those things where you're needling her, you uh-huh. know? Yeah, okay, and then she's going to get all upset. We're not doing that, and she's just like. That's a great idea. And she just, she planned the whole thing. She ran with it. Wow. Um, Yeah, the wedding march was played as they were bringing her in from the bullpen. That is so, that's really And she came up with all of that. Well, because that meant something to you. Yeah. You know. I I thought it was cool. So does she have her dress? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But you actually have your ball ball Uh, Somewhere. It's in, I think it's in a. I have a little tote of my memorabilia. Now, my yeah. kids have 40 of them. I have one tiny little one. And I think it, <laughs> it's, it's in there. I, Once again, I don't have any old pictures of me. I don't have anything. Wow. It just Yeah, uh, but your family probably does. So that's <laughs> Well, I don't know. I think my mom has a certain number, but not but she's, too many. I'm sure she's limited. But she's over there because she moved again, yeah. and so she downsized. Oh, yeah. yeah. She gave me yeah. most of the most of them. Wow. But, uh, yeah. Yes, I, ha- I have... I, I've been like to Austin. I have this trunk in my front room, and for for some reason, he opened it up the other night, and it had like all, kindergarten papers and such, and Aww. first grade where he wrote little things. And Aww. I said, "Honey, t- t- take those home. You take them home and have them." I've because had them I'm all these tired years. of dusting. Them. Yes, I. I <laughs> no, it's because I got to downsize and take I them know. out of here. I, I, I've been thinking about downsizing too, but it's, it's like, just like uh, I have so much stuff. I know. I know. Yeah. I like to downsize every day. I there, there are so many things you don't need. Get rid of them. Oh, I have. And think you about would pictures come to my and stuff. house and go what? Yeah, I have. What? 
I have very few pictures, so I've got a few, but not the ones that meant something to me. So there's a handful. Yeah. I think of maybe five or I have one of my old headshots. I have the two show posters I have in my office, and I think that's all I got from my theater days. That's it. Wow. I got nothing else. But I remember it. I mean, it's not like I don't need There's a picture come a point to remember where that. I know. Trouble remembering. I know that's what. Well, I, and yeah. then I shouldn't remember it anyway. I, you know, I, what am yeah. I going to care if I'm at the point where I don't remember it? I maybe it would be good to make a scrapbook here, so that at least you have, you know, and then your kids, you don't well, have I, to. I don't have anything to remember anymore. Oh, I, like, you what know. do you do? What do you do with your, the, you know, back in the day we had these formal. Clat, you know, your your senior picture, yeah. yeah, was very formal and it was big, you know, it yeah. was yeah. bigger than an eight by ten, right? Usually, yeah. And it hung yeah. on the wall. Okay, I have mine. What am I supposed yeah, to I do? I don't I have any of those. I, I don't want to hang it on the wall. I got nothing for my high school but, but I have it. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. And, and I, I did, I did, did get hooked up with my kids. I, they all have wedding. Have wedding photos now, yep. so we put. I got a four window frame picture, at, or four, yeah, yeah, a window frame with four, and I put the pictures oh, on the back side cool. of it. So Jim and I are you know in there, and then our three kids are in there. So instead of having all these pictures around, it's her. like boom, right there. right there. Well, my That's wife, my wife That's and I even idea. got in a fight <laughs> a week ago. Well, Uh-oh. it wasn't a fight. Uh, she sent me a picture of you know the whole family in front of the pool, and she wasn't in it, and she's never in any pictures. Right, because oh, she's, she's taking the pictures. Yeah, she's always <laughs> taking the picture. Right. Uh, and but I, I I told her I sent back. I said that's great, but I said you realize neither one of us are going to be able to have a funeral because there won't be any photos of either one of us <laughs> uh-huh. to show. I mean the only the only thing that they'll have is that body in the casket. Right. There won't be anything to to put up and. Yeah. You know, I because I don't like yeah. having my picture. Yeah, I don't either. either. Really, I, I don't either. And my kids don't, so it makes her mad all the uh, time because yeah. he try uh, to mess up the picture. Oh, so. uh, we have that. Yeah. Like I have a granddaughter who's just turned twenty, but I mean, she'll she'll flip you off, oh, right? Yeah. You know, because yeah. she doesn't want like she doesn't want me to post it on Facebook or anything. So yeah. Yeah. I'll say this: I am taking this picture to send it to Brooke. Which yeah. is Austin's wife because they're stuck up here; they don't get to go down there. Yeah. And so, you know, I just send some pictures when we're down there visiting, so she can see the kids. And and like, yeah, I I actually have one recently that I took on my last trip down there, and they were having fun. But I've got my two two of my granddaughters and my great granddaughter, and they're all flipping me off. <laughs> now it's it's like. Is there any way you can crop that? It's like, you know, one has their hand on their knee and it's down oh. here. And one's like got, you know, their arms crossed. And it's uh, it's not like, boom, it's right there. But, yeah. And I said, you even had Addie do that? I can't believe it. She's hey, you know five. What? This is where you can do one of those really cool things where you can put words. And there oh, you put, put their names right thing, there, right yeah, there. Right over top of it so you can't see it. Uh, uh, that's uh, classic. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm going to guarantee you there are three times as many pictures of the dog in the house as me and Maggie together. So uh, yeah, that's well, that's important. Yeah, yeah the dog is well, the important. Well, the dog is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, we well, kind of got off we track kinda, here. Kinda I don't know. But... That's okay. But you know, this is life. This is you know, yeah. it's kind of fun to. 
It is. Good job. So before we let you go, yeah. let's talk about hours for the library. Okay. Um, okay. So, so far we're still kind of the same. And we're probably going to be the same until after renovation when that finally comes into fruition. Um, Monday through Friday, we're open from 9 in the morning until 6 p.m. And then on Saturdays, we're open from 10 until 3. Very good. And, you know, people can come in. That's right. If you want to just come in and read the newspaper. Absolutely. We do. We have wonderful chairs there. Um, Comfy chairs. Yeah, they are comfy chairs. And the and they the are. and the pilot comes in the morning, so it's yeah, it's there. It's there. You yep. know, when you want, you got all day to sit in there and read the paper. Yeah, whatever. We do. I mean, we do. And there, I'm sure there are people that actually do that. Yeah, there are. So but yeah, they, we know their name. It's kind of like Cheers. They, they don't want to. They don't want to pay a subscription, but they'll go to the Absolutely. library every day and, and read. And, and that's kind of that. fun. That's kind of cool. So it's kind of yeah. their their socialization, and they can connect, and people know their names, and we say hi and hey, good to see you. <laughs> Yeah, and fun. then sometimes you go, we haven't seen so-and-so for a while. We do. I wonder what's happening. What's yeah. going on? And they'll come back and it's like, hey, we haven't seen you for a while. How are you doing? And then it's kind of nice. And say, to oh, I was sick or, oh, I was yeah. on vacation or, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. So that's so it's cool. fun. It's, 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 it's it like, kind of like cheers. It is. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It is. It's like cheers. And we, it's, it's, you create a family. Um, and I, I really feel so blessed because we have amazing staff and and then the patrons that come mm-hmm. in we just love our patrons and uh you know we know bits and pieces about their life and, <laughs> yeah and you know we help them with their devices that not vices their <laughs> devices <laughs> Device. although we could be which, help, i don't know yeah. you know which is a big thing it is especially it is i'm gonna say for anybody 50 and older it's complicated with phones yeah. and tablets yeah. getting connected and all this yeah. kind of stuff and yeah, yeah, so I signed up for ver- verbal last night. I really can. have no d- desire to like. I really wasn't going to rent a house or an apartment, you know. But there was this really cool house that they had made out of a grain bin. It was huge, oh, wow. and I sent a picture of it to my friend. She goes, "Where's that at?" So I went back, and it's like, oh, crud! I got to sign it. So I signed up for it, and so then this morning, you know, there's an email. Hey. Finish your, finish your application. <laughs> click here. So I clicked there, and then it said, your application's finished or whatever. Search now. So I, I said, oh, well, I'll search because I'm going to South Carolina in May. So it's like I typed where I was going and the dates. And, and you know, the houses, I mean, popped up from $90 a night up to $560 wow. a night. And some of them are houses. Some are apartments. Some are their little the one I showed my husband is a tiny house. Oh, wow. But it has... You have to climb up into the... No, the you don't, because I wouldn't do that. But okay. it does have an upstairs with twin uh-huh. beds up there. It has a hallway with bunks in the hallway. And then in the back bedroom, there's a, a queen-size bed in the back bedroom. In a tiny That's house, nice. one bathroom and six people? Holy Ooh. moly! <laughs> you might want to be close to a, <laughs> an a restaurant or, or something. I don't know, yeah. a, but it was really yes, cool. I told him, I fun. said, this is neat. And so uh, I know we're going down this summer, and Brooke has already rented a, 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 a unique-looking house down there. So uh-huh. I've never done it before. So but what it, was this called? Verbal? Verbo, V-E-R-B-O. Yeah. So is this like it's the new Airbnb, Airbnb or something? Yeah, same kind of thing. Nice. But I just, I was trying to find, and of course, you know, I go in, and it's farm, farm, 
tourism. It's got tour. It's got agritourism. That's how it was listed, oh. as agritourism. So I'm trying all over. Of course, first thing it wants to know is where you're going. Well, I don't know. Where is this house? I want to find the house. Is my problem. Uh, so you so didn't find the. Uh, I didn't find the house yet. Oh man. And I I have no clue where where it was, but it was sure cool looking. Oh. So a, a refurbished like. Grain. grain bin, yeah. That's kind of cool. Really cool. That'd be like one of those round houses or whatever yeah. they call that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Neat. So anyway. Yeah. yeah. But, but the things you learn. Like, she learned it on her device. She's I, on I her device. It. There you I, go. All by myself. I yeah. a little nervous about it, but <laughs> I did it. So. Well. so yeah. But if you have issues, if you get a new phone and you don't know how to operate it, you can go to the library and somebody can help you figure out, oh, this is how I send a text or this is where I find right. my email and right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And we still have people coming in. They got me this like laptop and I don't know what to do. So, you know, we kind of walk them through the basics and yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you. Hang on. Hang, oh, on, oh, hang on. We have a question. Yeah. I think we have oh. a call. Oh, a call. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, I had to pull over from my driving because I was listening to your conversation about family photographs, <laughs> and this is what my mother used to do. It was so horrible. <laughs> she used to cut off her head in the pictures because she didn't want people to see her. Like, I was like 10, and I was like, I was like, Mom, you're gorgeous. What is the matter with you? you know, if I had been a little older, I pro probably would have known how to say, Mom, a little better self-esteem, please. But oh, my gosh. Yeah, for real. She used to, like, oh, you know, funny. a picture of all of us. Five girls, you know, Dad, Mom, and then she cut off her head. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, you know, maybe it's going, Liza, with the, uh, the, the classic of the... The headless horseman. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There you go. She was, she was classic. Yeah, <laughs> it's the headless mom. I, 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 I think I could have found the head and glued it back in. You know, but I never could find it. That's so funny. And see, this young lady. Hey, this is she's one of our family that comes in. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, that's fun. There was a dear mom, talented lady, just gifted out the wazoo, and she was doing that. And she really needed to have a better self-esteem. So God bless you all. I'm going to go back to driving now. So hey, I'm good to hear from you, Liza. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, thank you. And take care. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Wow. Yeah, she's a sweetie. She's one of our family that comes in. I love it. <laughs> and her mom would cut her head off in the pictures. I, 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 I try and always it. be the person taking the picture. So See, I'm not me. in it. I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm as bad as my grandchildren. They don't want to have their picture taken. Neither do I. I know. But it would be nice to have some pictures. As you said, uh, when we die, there will be nothing there except yeah. for me laying in the casket because yeah. you know, nobody, want, nobody wanted my I, I didn't I, want anybody yeah. to see my pictures. So, yeah. well, at least yeah. you won't be around to see him. <laughs> That's true. Definitely. So, yeah. yeah. But, 
Well, thank yeah. you for coming by today. Thanks for having it was me. Fun. It's always fun to talk with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. And if people want to find out more information about the Plymouth Public Library, you can go on Facebook and yep. type in Plymouth Public Library. And Make they'll sure pop you up do there. the Indiana one, though. Yeah. You got to yeah. get the right one. It has a little red and black logo yeah. thing on there. Yeah. You like can a check out. cute little black guy holding a red, you know, it's Book. kind of a cute Yeah. Like a, like a, it's really simple. Very simple, but. Um, and they also have a, a website, a regular website, so you can go to their website yep. too and get myplymouthlibrary.org. Yeah, so check yep. them, check them out, and stop in and see them. They're located at the corner of Center and Giro Street, so we're right there, right there by the post office, yep. right there by the fire department, yep. and the catty the, corner from the radio station. That's right, and you know, in our kind of the back of us, that's where the police station. Oh, that's right, is. right in front of the police station. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so come visit us. We'd love to see you. Very good. Thanks. Thank you. All right, let's go to break. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. If you love the sports like me, you get annoyed with your team or player. So Progressive's going to help take your mind off your team or that player for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they lost that thing recently, think about Progressive letting you compare our direct rates side-by-side with competitors to easily find the lowest option. Don't worry, your sports ball team or player will get them next time. Hope this distraction from Progressive about easily comparing rates was helpful to not think about that last game or match or season. I mean, even though I love sports ball. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, no taxes, and no hidden cost. What they say is what you pay. Apex Waste is not only a local, family-owned and operated company, but a company dedicated to reliable, friendly service, meeting and exceeding expectations. Call Apex Waste at 574 896 Apex. That's 974-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647 and be a part of the show. Now let's get back to What's Your Opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. All right. One more time. Drum all day. You in the back now. All right, all the women. I don't want to. Okay. Right, we, we don't want to work anymore. We no. just want to bang on the drum all yep, day. Yep, I'm ready to. 
bang drums. Well, why don't you bang some buttons over there, and we'll hear some additional music well, and maybe some voices. We're going to hear drums. See? You're playing the drums, right? Yes. Uh, we're going to do birthdays. Whoops. I don't think. Oh, it is. All right. We have one birthday. So happy birthday today cool. to Judy Pittman. Judy. Happy birthday, You're Judy. You're in the birthday at, and I will shake it up. Okay. We should have had Sydney draw the birthday. Yeah, we should have done that. And Kathy will draw our birthday winner. And I'm not looking. There's not a whole lot in here today. Nope, not a ton of them. Oh, this is a little one. Oh, this is Olivia celebrating a birthday. All right. Uh... You Olivia, read the last Olivia Ringer. You, you, I can't. <laughs> Olivia. That's Ringer? Yeah. I see what it else now, would it I be? guess, but. Uh, rank. Ringer. Ranger. Anyway, hey, Olivia, yeah, you're, you, you, you're four, cup, four cupcakes from the Dessert Cafe, also free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. Happy birthday, so, uh, Olivia. You will get those things when you come in and get the certificate. Now it's time for uh, anniversaries. Get them to us. You got a few more days if you have an anniversary. <clears throat> Excuse me. This month of March. Yeah, 31st we'll have a drawing for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. Uh, you will be eligible for that drawing. Now it's time for the trading post, and we will once more read you the Plymouth Elks Lodge menu for tonight. Uh, fish, all you can eat. Shrimp dinner. Fish and shrimp. I see what they did there. That's it. Uh, Swiss steak is on the menu. Includes salad, potato, and dessert. They serve from 5 until 8 p.m. Carryouts are available. And they also are having a fish or a shrimp basket, too. So oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and then t go, go to the Elks tonight and have dinner. And then tomorrow morning, get up and go to the Max and Cucky Oddfellows because they're doing pancakes and sausage. And biscuits and gravy. And it's all you can eat. Adults is $10. Kids are $8. The Max and Cucky Oddfellers are located at the corner of 18B and Pine Road. Uh, it's just south of State Road 10 between Culver and Argus. So come and support them. And they should have a bake sale there too for a nonprofit support groups. So check that out. Rusty, the one thing I do want to ask you. Okay. You know, there's a big game on tonight. Yeah. Purdue plays, what is it, St. Petersburg no or whatever? Idea. Oh, come on. I don't. I don't the watch Cinderella, basketball ever. The Cinderella team that, you know. Who's the Cinderella team? Cinder St. Petersburg. Oh, okay. Well, I, whatever. Yeah. So I just wondered, you know, are you are you thinking Purdue or are you thinking St. Petersburg? I don't know. I don't watch basketball. Oh, Lord. I really don't watch basketball. <laughs> Just, well, just obviously don't. me, since Purdue's from Indiana, I would rather see Purdue win. But, well, I'm. But I'm also I know, kinda... I know some guys who probably would like to see Purdue win, Mark Lindsay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, it's basketball. But the Cinderella team is in there, and that, yeah, well, is what it. I mean, I, you would I really kind of like to see them win and get to the Final Four and. Yeah, I I just think it would be kind of cool. So, yeah. I I suppose I don't know. I definitely will not be watching. But oh. uh, speaking of basketball, too, before we get out of here, yep, we've got a basketball game 
Saturday yep. evening. Mishawaka Marion. I don't even know who they play, but they are in the championship game right? for 3A. That'll start about 6, so you can hear it right here. Yep, exactly. All right. Other than that, everybody, have a great weekend. Uh, bundle up when you go out there because it's going to be cold. Yes. But uh, that's, yeah, that's okay. Be. Yeah. All right. That it? I think so. We're Monday, out of here. Monday, Trent Wildey will be with us. Oh, good. He's running for... Uh, county commissioner yes he is so uh, we'll have him on uh, we start about nine o'clock on monday morning so have a great weekend and the, 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 that's all folks